my beautiful people. So I've been on this kick recently of rediscovering my love for stories. Obviously, you know, I'm a podcaster. I share stories for a living. But I mean like truly reconnecting with this idea that stories are the avenue for how humans learn best. Stories is what teach us empathy and compassion and love and failure and fear and and just the power that when we hear someone's story, we can relate it to our own life and really then try to digest it and internalize it in the way that works for us. And so I want to keep sharing my stories and what I've been going through in my life because I've learned so much. Like I've learned a crazy amount in my life and I don't always just share that just from a place of authenticity, vulnerability, and just sharing all the details so you can take it and learn from it in your own life. And so today we're talking about this idea of following your own path. And if you listen to the Evan Carmichael interview I just released, you know why this is a hot topic. If you didn't listen to it, basically what happened is I asked Evan my first question. I said, Evan, you know, self-belief is your big thing. I've always had self-belief and it seems like this really important thing, like believing in yourself is the cornerstone, one of the foundations to everything we do in life. So I asked him, how does a guy like me with self-belief try to teach somebody who doesn't have self-belief? And he said, why do you want to talk about that? He said, what have you gone through in your life? What have you struggled with? And I opened up and I said, man, following my own path and owning my identity on that journey that's what I struggle with the most like in my life all the moments where I felt anxiety and fear and stress and had mental health issues was because I wasn't really following the path that I was supposed to take I was following the path that society told me to take or my parents told me to take or somebody else besides me something got into my ears and told me to do something else And so I'm going to share some of those moments, some of those moments where I didn't follow my heart. And I started following my mind, started listening to things that were outside that isn't what I truly wanted. And so the first little hint of this, and I mentioned this last week in my Story to Now episode, the first little hint of this was freshman year of college, I wanted to drop out. I wanted to drop out. I wanted to travel the U.S. in a van. I wanted to sell clothing, life is good style. I had a clothing brand called Smile on Clothing, and it was all about spreading positivity, spreading good vibes. And that was the first thing where I was like, I know I want to do this. I really do, but you know what? No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not going to do this. Not a big deal, really, at the time. Sophomore year comes around. My sophomore year of college. Now, that didn't work out too well, and here I go. Here I go again, listening to my mind. And I said, you know what? Entrepreneurship didn't work out right now, but it'll work out in the future if I get some more experience in something that's going to make me very credible. So I went to turn to investment banking. And this doesn't make any sense looking back at it, but investment banking in my mind was the path to entrepreneurship. So I got in this investment banking club at Madison. I started following that path. That led me to getting a job at this company called Epic. And by March, spring of that year, I was miserable. I was miserable. I mean, it took a matter of six to seven months to realize that I was miserable. And I looked around and I said, what am I doing here? So I quit the job. I quit the club. And I moved back to Minnesota. Okay, Tim, there you go. You're following your heart again a little bit. You followed your heart. You went back to Minnesota. You had a great job that summer working for this startup company generator where you they invested in startups and it was super fun. 
And then I go back to school my junior year and I had all these entrepreneurial ideas again. They were back in me. I wanted to turn Smile on Clothing into this thing called Smile on Stories, where I simply shared stories of people and I brought people together. I connected people over these ideas of sharing our stories with each other. Amazing. That's what I wanted to do. Well, then boom. What happens? I get to school my junior year and my first big breakup, my first very serious relationship, first girl I really said I love you to. We dated for about a year. We broke up. Boom. Oh, I was shattered. I was torn to pieces. I was crying. I was I was everything. You know, all my friends were friends with her. Like it was just a very hard time in my life. And so in that moment of pain, I decided to go back to the easy route and say, okay, you know what? We're going to pause this entrepreneurship thing. We know we're about to go abroad in the spring. We're going to go live in Thailand for five months. So let's just get a safe internship. So let's just get a job. So lined up for next summer. So when we come back, we have a job. And let's just make that right. At the time, this seemed like a very innocent decision. But what it turned into was the hardest six to 12 months of my life, maybe even more than that. So what happened was, you know, I got this internship lined up for when I was going to come home from Thailand, lived out the rest of that fall semester, and I went abroad. Now, going to Thailand, that was following my heart. I had the best five months of my life. It was amazing up, up to that point. I think that there's always better months to come, and I've had better months since then. But up to that point, best five months of my life, I met people from all around the world. I learned more about myself. I was reconnecting with my love of adventure and travel and trying new things. And I went all over a complete new land. And I learned more about myself in the world and people and humans and how we're supposed to be doing this whole thing than I ever have. Because you know what happens, right? We're in the U.S. I was in the Midwest, the Wisconsin School of Business. And I saw life through one lens, how the Wisconsin School of Business treats it. And I met people from all over the world when I was in Thailand. People from from every country in Europe, literally France, Spain, Italy, Germany, Norway. I mean, every country, Thailand, Canada, Mexico, like literally everywhere. And every single place, people do life differently. Like it's like insane and then you start to pick up on this you don't have to travel to see this when i got back you read books you listen to podcasts you start to realize holy shit i can actually do life however i want to do life so thailand right mind-blowing experience and then i come back and i'm in that job that i lined up and boom it hits me for the first time in my life, what I would consider to be this real anxiety, this real, and I talked about it in my story in that episode, right? This real chest throbbing feeling, almost, almost paralyzing feeling. And on top of the career thing was the girl. There was a girl who I fell in love with again, Emily. Incredible human being, like seriously amazing human being, but I knew it wasn't going to work out. She was living in Montreal. I was living in Madison at the time. Like it just wasn't going to work. And so there was these two huge things going on in my life where it felt like I wasn't following my path. And to just stack on to this beautiful stack of pancakes we got going on, the third thing was that 
I discovered a huge part of me, my authentic self, how I want to be in the world. And when I came back, I was scared to be that person. I was so scared to be the person I wanted to be. Why? I was afraid of judgment. I was afraid of not being accepted. I was afraid that since I was this party guy who always wanted to party and have fun, but now I want to be this guy who's like, you know, super spiritual and in the clouds and wants to like still have fun, but like be a different kind of fun that people weren't going to accept me for. It. They weren't going to love me for it. I was going to be all of a sudden this outcast. And you know what? It was literally all in my head. It was all in my head. But the point being, those three things stacked up on top of each other made me feel more anxiety than I've ever felt in my entire life. In my entire life. And so, the day, senior year, the fall, when I said, you know what, I'm committing to my dreams. I'm committing to my path. That was the moment things started to change for me. That was the moment things started to turn around. And I had this deep sense of purpose. There was still a lot of issues. Don't get me wrong. You don't just decide to follow your path and you have things figured out. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know really why I wanted to do it. I didn't know damn near anything. But I knew I wanted to follow my path, my dreams, and nobody else's. I knew that. And from there, I started going. I started going. I tried a bunch of things. I failed a bunch of things. But you know what? I started to realize. I started to look back at all the best moments in my life. Playing basketball. Going on mission trips. When I had the smile on clothing. When I would travel. When I studied abroad. When I was leading entrepreneurship clubs at Madison. And I started to just piece the different things together started to realize the commonalities between all the things that I love to do. And over the course of time, the things in my past combined with the things that I was doing, entrepreneurship, right? First, I was trying social media management. And then it was a social media agency. And then it was like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to do videography with my brother. And that kind of escalated. And then I wanted to start a podcast and all these things. And now, here I am on tour with Charlie Rocket. Like, literally... I'm on tour with one of my heroes. We are now becoming amazing friends. We're having the time of our life. We're playing basketball. Literally today, we're making dreams come true. Like literally today, we're in Detroit. We found a family that has six children. And we realized that they were in big need. And so what we did is we went to Target, Best Buy, bought them all the essentials, bought them everything that they could possibly need. We went to their house, we surprised them, everyone was crying. Little did we know that same family, the mother had raised these six children in a homeless shelter for a while. And they're about to be kicked out of their house in two weeks again. And a guy with us was a real estate guy. Boom, we're going to get them a house. The other guy with us, credit repair guy. Boom, we're going to restore their credit, handle all their debt. Like this family's life just changed forever. So here I am on the road traveling the U.S. for five months. And I found someone. I started to figure out who I am. I started to figure out how to love myself and present that person to the world. And then things started to fall into place. And I manifested something insane. I said, you know what? I need to meet this man, Charlie, because I know what he's doing is what I want to do. I met him. 
I blew him away with my vision. And like I said, here I am traveling the U.S. with a man who is 10 years older than me, is doing things on this big level, and I'm rediscovering all these amazing things about myself and traveling the U.S. with him, and I'm literally just starting my journey. You know, again, Evan Carmichael said this to me too. Like, when you're following your path in life, it's not like you're taking, like you're on a freeway, right? Let's call society the freeway. And you take an exit. You're not exiting on another freeway. You're exiting onto a side road, and you gotta figure out, okay, how do I get my way, all right, come to a dead end, now I'm going to turn left again, oh, and now I found another freeway, and I'm going for a while this way, and oh, no, no, now I got to get off again, like, following your path in life and figuring out what is right for you is a forever evolving process, because we go through new things in life, we get inspired by things, we feel pain, and we struggle with a breakup, or we struggle with mental health, or we struggle with career, and then we want to go help people with what we struggle with, that's the cycle of life, human comes onto earth, Human gets helped by human. Human struggles with something, and then human decides to help another human younger, with, younger than him who also struggled with that certain thing. Like, that is the cycle of life. It is each generation's job and responsibility to carry on that cycle for the next generation. And so, we have all these things, and I'm 23 years old, and I'm on my path, but I've learned so much, and really the big thing I've learned is, like, Committing to your own path and your own journey is the ultimate path to happiness. Following your heart, pursuing your personal legend. Because here's the truth of life. No matter what you decide to do, you're going to have problems. You're going to have issues. Shit's going to suck. You're going to deal with things. But would you rather have problems in a world, in an existence where you're doing stuff you don't like or have problems in a world where you're following your heart and chasing your dreams and doing the things that you love to do every single day. Like, think about it. Like, this shit fires me up. Like, life is honestly a little about choosing the problems you want to have. Really. Because either way, you're going to have problems. So follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. Follow that path. And it's going to take you somewhere amazing. Look, I'm just staring at the camera right now. It's going to take you somewhere amazing. Whoever's watching this via video can see me look into your eyes right now. Like, this is the moment. This is the time to follow your path, to follow your dreams. And so getting off the little, you know, motivational stuff, like tips, tips for tapping into it. I wrote down six things that I just realized from my own journey that I hope can help you with your journey. So the first thing is you need to start really asking yourself, what do you want? Not what does society want? Not what your parents, not what do, what do you want? Follow your heart. Like that is the first step. Okay. So the first step is tapping into that. And how do we do that? Well, we lead with this reason for being. We lead with the things that we're deeply passionate about. Or you lead with this curious mindset. If you haven't listened to my episode called Four Simple Steps to Purpose, I talk about this. A very simple equation to life is you combine what you love to do with something that the world needs and what you're good at and what you can make money off of. Those four things. And so what you can start to do is make lists. Okay, what problems in the world do I see that I care about? Or what problems have I gone through that I want to help people with? That's category one. 
Category two is what do I love to do? What fires me up? Category three, what am I good at? What are my strengths? Or what do you think, what strengths do I want to build? Like what could I get better at? And then category four, what can I make money off of? Well, in the t- digital age, like, you can make money off of damn near anything. Like focus on the first three, and that's going to really guide you, okay? The second or the third step here is to start exploring. Because you know what my least favorite question is? And I actually ask people this sometimes and I hate myself for asking this. I don't hate myself. I love myself. I get mad at myself for asking this question. What do, what do you want to do? Nobody knows the damn answer to that question. Because there's so many things we want to do from a moment-to-moment basis. So explore. Lead with that reason for being. Lead with the why. And explore on the what. Try shit. Nobody knows what they want to do. When you graduate or when you, whenever you tr- decide to get out of the education system, you're, you're all of a sudden in kindergarten again. You're in kindergarten for your dreams, right? Think about it. When you were in kindergarten, like real kindergarten back in the day, did you expect to have life figured out? No, you didn't. So you go down this entire path of education, not your path, but the society's path. And then the moment you're done with that is the moment you can decide to start going on the path towards your dreams and all of a sudden you're in kindergarten again. So you're a kindergartner right now listening to this. So allow yourself to explore. Allow yourself to screw up and to keep going. That leads me into step four, which is it's okay to change. It's okay. People are so afraid of creating this identity and this thing and being this person and then they they don't want to go against who they believe they are, but it's okay to change. You can try something. You cannot like it. It doesn't make you a quitter. The only way you're a quitter is if you quit on your reason for being. That makes you a quitter. But that can also change. So again, this is all a flowing process of literally just figuring out better and better ways to live out your existence on planet Earth. Like That's all we're doing here. The end goal is happiness. The end goal is impact. The end goal is just having a good ass time, learning how to control things like mental health. Like that's that's what we're doing here. Okay, so we're exploring, and that leads me into point five, which is everything that happens, learn from it. The good, the bad, everything that happens on your journey, learn from it, take it with you, and that'll guide you because you'll start to make tallies. This stuff went well. Why did it go well? This stuff went bad. Why did it go bad? And sometimes shit just like goes bad and it's like you know what this just got to teach me patience or it's got to teach me how to just sit in this or you know there's but there's always something to be learned from everything and so just try to take those lessons with you always be a student of your own journey and always bring an empty cup into the world and be really ready to have it filled with other people's knowledge and other people's wisdom And the last, the last oh so beautiful point, and if you remember anything, it's got to be this, is to never stop chasing. There is no end game. The word retirement, my least favorite word. Let's get rid of the word retirement. Life does not end when you're 65. No, no, life begins today and it ends the day you die. You never stop chasing. We're going to pursue our reason for being. We're going to pursue following our own path. We're going to pursue doing things we love until the day we die. And we're going to find an insane amount of happiness doing that. So no matter what you're going through right now, 
Don't stop chasing your dreams because the joy of this whole damn thing is in the chase. It's in the journey. It's in the love of the process. And if you fall in love with that and you do that every single day until the day you die, you're going to be the happiest person on planet Earth. That's it, everybody. That's the end of it. Follow your damn dreams. Follow your heart, and that's where you will find your treasure. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to go check out my interview with Evan Carmichael, it also released today, definitely do it. We talk about very similar stuff to this, but Evan is a man who has gone through far more stuff in life than I have, and he has a lot of great things to share with you. I love you all so much. You're all amazing human beings. Go out there, make your dreams a reality, and I will see you next time.